Hey, whoa, yo, new year, new two dynamite dudes. This week, Marcus and I return to talk Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page Part 2, plus AEW's leap over to TBS, and Jade Cargill being the inaugural TBS Women's Champion, plus Sammy Guevara as the interim TNT Champion, Cody Rhodes and that potential moving forward, and that plus so so much more this week on to to who oh it is two dynamite dudes on a rampage in 2022 let's get kicking Dynamite Dudes on a Rampage. That's right. This is Dominic D'Angelo, WrestleZone.com. And today's date is January 10th, 2022. It is, oh my God, I'm most coughing. It is the very first episode <laughs> of Two Dynamite Dudes on a Rampage of the new year. And wow, we got to welcome back myself as well as the Jenner brother, Marcus. Marcus. The Larry's Abisco, Dom. It's been a while. It's been some time that you would do the Larry salute, everything. Wow, it's so nice mm-hmm. to be back here in the mix, talking AEW. Uh, 2022. Lots show. Lots 2022, Dom. We're, we, we wait until people are watching Raw, and we're just like, hey, I know you're busy, but fuck what you're doing. <laughs> pay attention to us. Yeah, that's right. Look at us, mm-hmm. not anything else, all right? Yes, you know? shut off your TV. Ignore your child. Ignore your child. Ignore Two Dynamite Dudes is on. Two Dynamite Dudes is happening. Happening. Nesh is here. Steven Chambers is here. What's we up, got, guys? The crew is back. The crew is back. The whole damn squad. And you know what? Guess who else is back? Dynamite on TNT. Or wrestling on TBS. I guess I screwed that up. Yep. Um, and it started, I mean, the first week of Dynamite on TBS. How, how'd you think of the whole pomp and circumstance of it all? And we'll start off with this. Just, um... Brian Danielson versus Hangman, Adam Page, part two. Boy, oh boy. What a barn burner of a match that was. But honestly, uh, you know, couldn't really expect any different. You know, after match one, you're like, okay, these guys are going to tear the damn house down. And uh, and they did. And uh, Dominic, what do you think of your boy, my boy DB, and in this case BD, uh, taking, the, taking the L? I'm A-okay with it. It's, it had to happen. It had to happen. To further the story, to uh, further Hangman's story, and I think ultimately too to further Danielson's story, where you can't you can't just hang your hat on him being undefeated the whole time. And depending on what you you're where you're going with him, whether it's heel, babyface, or whatever, um, it needs to. Yeah, like Marcus, we talked about it too. Like um, you know, Kurt Angle had to lose at some point, and it, it seemed fitting to, for him to lose to Taz. Uh, you're trying to build a top top star in hangman page but why not put him over a top top star in wrestling uh it you just know made sense. you know initially whenever this angle was coming about i remember you and i talking about it and i said something to the effect of um they would have to turn one of them heel to get this feud off the ground um but now that they've actually done it they actually took my advice dominic tony khan regular listener took my advice here and uh they did it. They turned one of them heel. Now that they've done it, I'm like, they shouldn't have done that. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Uh, to me, um, it, it's oh. too fast. Happened too fast. Great match. Great match. There's no denying it. Incredible match. But I, you know, the more I think about it, Dominic, I really would have liked to have seen uh, a longer build to this and have it be a baby face versus baby face match at the end. Where like, because Brian Danielson is over with the crowd. You're not going to make them hate him. He's too good at, at the wrestling. He's too good uh, on the mic. He's just, and everybody wanted him to be there. He's a shiny new toy, and he's there. 
Um, so you're not going to make him a, a, a good enough heel. So what would have been, uh, to me, more fun or the right, right way to do it is have Hangman get some big wins over some some of the top heels in the company. Have him beat MGF. Have him beat Miro as much as I hate to say that. Have him, you know, really, really build him. And then after a few months, you say like, okay, Daniel Bryan is, you know, he's undeniable. He's undefeated. We've got to have a match between these two. And then you've got the babyface versus babyface match. Who are you cheering for? Hangman Page gets the win establishes himself uh i mean i'm sort of with you i think on i you know me like danielson's my guy so it's like i would love him to stay babyface because i think i always like cheering for him um i think though uh danielson i think also said in an interview he's just being himself like so if he gets booed he gets booed and if he does this, you know, and if that's the mentality, and sure, like, there's a little bit of like, okay, he's definitely being a heel. But I mean, like, you know, he's not being himself. He's not being himself. But I think the fact does kind of stand like Marcus, he is getting booed, like, heavily. So I think that point is, is he's getting across as a heel. Like, uh, so, that crowd went fucking insane when his music hit and he walked out. They all started doing the yes thing. But Marcus, that's a, that's also just kind of a thing too. Where okay, you have something that people want to cheer is yes, yes, yes. But it's also like yeah, Danielson is a star, and people are going to cheer for him. I cheer for him. You know, it's that's just that we'll go with it. But he is garnering some heel heat for Hangman. But to your point, let me say this: is I think you could keep Danielson heel. I mean, baby face, and it would not hurt Hangman. I wonder if that was a concern of theirs because I don't think I think Hangman has enough star cachet right now and is like this growing star where like people aren't going to boo Hangman, you know, against Danielson. I think to your point, if they're going to cheer, they'll cheer both guys. And it's like, well, and yeah, what I was going to say too was, you know, yes, Danielson got a big baby face reaction when he came out, but like Hangman Page got an even larger baby face reaction when he came out. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I really think that it could have worked. I was wrong when I said that one of them needed to be healed to, to move the, uh, to move the, the feud forward. And, uh, I really wish it, we had built this thing and, and had it lead up to a baby face versus baby face match, ideally at a pay per view. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice. I think, um, I think they could have pulled this off just fine, though, the way you would intend it to, that you would, you would have preferred it to, uh, just doing it the way they did it to, you know. I think I think it was I think it was good, but I think it could have been a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have easily plugged uh, MJF into that role of, you know, what they're doing, where um, he's just eliminating each and every Dark Order member and things like that. And- that being yeah. said, though, Dominic, the MJF CM Punk stuff is pretty entertaining. What a segue. Let's hammer on. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Um, MJF cost, no, CM Punk cost MJF a match via DQ, which we never see in pro wrestling in, in AEW, our disqualification finishes. But MJF took the L that way. Um, and uh, furthers up their storyline. MJF really leaning into the idea of like, He's being the heel, like referencing WWE and saying like he would jump to that company. And Punk's like, "Hey, go, go ahead." He's like, "He's like, you come back and I'll beat your ass." Then, you know, yeah. stuff like you think that. the grass is greener. The grass is greener. It's grass ain't so green. So yeah, Mark, what do you think of that segment? I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. Um, yeah, MJF just keeps on establishing himself as one of the top promos in the business. Uh, you can kind of see where Punk didn't really have a comeback, and he's always got some witticism. Um, but, but MJF just sort of shut him down with that whole, like he couldn't main event WrestleMania deal. Um, so, I mean, Punk wound up coming back eventually, but it, like ordinarily he's just like lightning fast. He's got to come back. Um, but this time it was like, nope, he sort of got him there. <laughs> it was good. It was good. There's not a lot of people that can go, that can go uh, blow for blow with CM Punk and, uh, MJF may have outdone him. Uh, Dom Nesh is asking where we've been hiding. I've been hiding behind my computer, working all Marcus, the time. Marcus, let me tell you straight out. Marcus has been being a real bitch lately. <laughs> real bitch. I've been working, and Dominic does what he always does whenever he gets a girlfriend, which is ignore everyone, wow. including yeah. all of you followers. That is, uh, wow, wow, <laughs> unbelievable. Very insulting, Marcus. <laughs> I am a man of many, many passions, and my biggest passion is pro wrestling. So mm. how dare you? How dare you say such a thing? Now, listen. <laughs> listen. No, I think Punk uh, and MJF, like, it's a feud that's easy to chew on. 
And like they can give it in any iteration they want, week in and week out, and I'll be entertained by it. I think you know. So, it's uh, you know, for them to and this was creative. Like like I just said, never do DQ finishes in AEW. So when you do one, it kind of means something. And uh, this was significant, you know, having MJF lose in that manner. So mm-hmm. um, and he's got he's got an axe to grind now because he's zero and one in twenty twenty two, and Sean Dean's undefeated. So how about that? Yeah, how about that? So um, yeah, Mark. It's uh, I'm still all for that. I think it's a great feud. Um, and like they can let this thing simmer as long as they want to, and I'll be a okay with it. How about you? Do you think it can? How long can you prolong this feud? Do you think? You know my answer, Dom. My answer is always you should have a feud for like six months, eight months, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. I like the old school. Like build it, take it to house shows, even though it's not a thing anymore. But <laughs> that should make it easier then, in theory, right? Because yeah. you're you're you know getting in the ring less in front of crowds. And you can like, um, yeah, I mean, these are two old school thought processing guys. So like MJF was like very, you know, into the, the old school kind of way. And CM Punk has always been like that. You know? I mean, the way they used to do it was like, you know, you'd have the heel dodge for as long as you could. And then they'd say like, OK, well, well, let's do a tag match. And the heel's on one side, but the heel keeps tagging out every time the uh, the baby face comes in. So like just keeps giving that crowd. Then they, Then we get a little taste of it at the end. Um, and you just keep doing that kind of shit for a month, three months, um, until finally it's like, okay, inevitable. They, they got to meet in the ring. And then, then you've got rubber matches and you've got like, no, you didn't beat me fair and square. So like, there's, there's ways to, to make this last for an extended period. Well, I mean, and to your point, Mark, they are having MJF run away, like evade punk. Like he's dead, doesn't want to interact with them. And it's, yeah, it's a great way to keep it going. Uh, next week. We're getting CM Punk versus Wardlow. Marcus, could this indicate a babyface turn next week for Wardlow? Or are they going to slow burn that a little bit more? I hope not. Motherfucker's too big. Uh, he's yeah, he's one of those guys who should be a heel. Marcus, um, but come on. I mean, they're doing it. The, like it's evident they're teasing a, a babyface turn for him. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't worry. Right, you've seen, you've seen it coming, haven't you? Like, well, of course. I know. I know they're doing it, and he's and like he's over, and it's it's great and stuff. But like, um, uh, it's I think it's Bruce Pritchard. Somebody always talks about what happened when they turned Kevin Nash. It is Bruce Pritchard when they turned Big Daddy Cool Diesel into a baby face and put the title on him. They were like everything that everybody loved about Diesel, like the badass, scary Diesel guy you don't want to mess with, Diesel. Um, just evaporated because they turn him into like this baby face. And I think that we need more badass dudes in AEW. What happened? More when not less. Turned, what happened when they turned uh, Batista baby face, Marcus? Hey, Batista. No, that's, that's not a, that's not a good. How comparison. is it not? How is it not? If you look at the roster of AEW, I'm talking about just from a size Marcus, perspective. It's the perfect comparison. A size perspective deal though. Dominic. Size perspective, Marcus. Batista was a big man. I'm yeah, but he was a big man surrounded by big men. I'm talking about right now wrestling. Wardlow's one of Wardlow's one of the biggest dudes. Wardlow's one of the biggest dudes on the roster, and I think that when you've got a guy that out outmatches pretty much everybody on the roster like that, that's how you get baby faces over. Is you put them in impossible situations. My th- your take with Kevin Nash and Diesel, okay, mm-hmm. is they shoehorned it. They shoehorned him becoming the world champion pretty quickly, and. They didn't let him kind of just be Kevin Nash. It they did also that. dress him up like Santa Claus, and, I think, the day after and had him singing. <laughs> so there you go. So Batista, when they turned Batista babyface, he was organic. Like, that was Batista. Like, that cool, kind of calm, collected attitude that's, like, kind of new and badass and fresh. So, like, Marcus, I don't think – I think it's uh, very off-base in this regard because I – to your point, there's, like – how many big men heels are there? There's a lot of big men heels. Like in, I, I think in in and in, in, in AEW for the most part too. It's good. I think you need a guy like Wardlow to be a big baby face to kind of get that that uh that vibe of like hey, there's a lot of different kind of sizes and shapes of people and everything like that that you're going to get in the mix of this world title picture or you know anything to that effect. So I, I, I think that I think that Wardlow is closer to Diesel than he is to uh, to Batista. Hard Pat, no, definitely not. Definitely I do. Not. I don't see how. I, I, I guess I can see to the point of like two. Hey, like what the show's named after two debt to uh, what are they called? What 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 did we change the name? 
What was the actual name of that fucking their group? Two dudes with attitude. <laughs> I was like, this, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, so it's like two dudes with attitude. I can see kind of that comparison. But no, I'm seeing more, uh, well, in regards to the story progressing, Triple H and Batista. So, totally disagree. Uh, let's get your thoughts, guys. What do you guys think, huh? Is Wardlow more Diesel or more uh, or more Batista? Uh, Stephen Chambers says Brian Cage dumb. What a, what a curveball. I'm curious. Uh, what's Where up, the Brian fuck Cage? is Brian Cage? I know. Like, what's the situation? I know he's still under contract. I know he's do wrestling indie shows. Uh, hopefully they're just kind of tabling him and they're going to bring him back kind of in a hot manner because I love Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Okay, uh, the, oh, Marcus, geez, we got to talk about maybe the leading story it should have been. Jake Cargill. How about that? TBS Women's Champion. How about uh, that? In, against Ruby Soho. Um, great match, I thought, for what it was. Like, and I think, it, you know, uh, Eric Beeston of Bleacher Report did the uh, recap of Dynamite that day, and he said um, it's going to be a learn on the job process for Jake Cargill. And I, I agree with it, and I think it's a good thing to do. Like, you know, what? Well, yeah, I, I, you know, she's not as polished, but she's got all the intangibles, which again is why she's. So Tony Khan recently came out um, and and made a comment about how Jade Cargill is. You, there's not been a dominant run in wrestling like this since Goldberg. Yes. Um, to me, that's uh, it's uh, not the right comparison. And okay. you know who I, you know who I keep comparing to. It's it's Lex Luger. And you know I'm uh, I'm reviewing some stuff from 1987 right now when Luger just uh, appeared with with uh, WCW or NWA JCP wherever the fuck it is over there. Um, yeah. Lex Luger appeared on WCW TV for the first time and great body, awesome look. Um, not, he was still green, but they pushed him and all of a sudden he's, he's with the four horsemen and he's in, he's one of the top guys in the company. He's beating up Barry Windham, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it, uh, to me, she's more Lex Luger. Now I'm not saying that she's, she is as green as Luger was back then. She's not. She's a really well, good athlete, yeah. and uh, she's a good performer. And I, I see a, a really bright future with her. But uh, to that writer's point, whoever's name you just said there, Eric um, that's what I was just going to say, Eric Beeson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to his point, uh, she is learning on the job now, which which is exactly what Luger did. So, no, I, she's not Goldberg. She's, she's a little bit closer to Lex Luger. And I would say uh, – argument for jade here is she's better on the mic than both of them and we love goldberg but dominic nate johnson misses wcw rewritten like so many do i miss wcw rewritten it was, it was a good podcast yes it is a good podcast marcus please let's get the right oh no it's it's dead and buried dominic don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare. nesha has also missed us dom Sorry, Dom has a girlfriend now. He's he's just going to be paying way less attention to you guys. That's a, that's true, Dom Marcus. This is this is my work here. Okay, I do not disregard my work. <laughs> Neither do I, which is why I've, I've been this gone. This stream here, this stream yard, this fucking frame, this is all my canvas and my face here, my thoughts, my heart is the brush. So, what's what's the art then? What are you putting on what the canvas? Here? You know, and the words. Many will argue I cannot polish a, a turd over here, but in, in your personal life, chicken salad. Oh, you were, you were pointing to me. I thought yeah, you were saying like in your in your home. Here. I thought you were talking about like your house. No, I'm trying oh. to polish a turd. How dare you? <laughs> so why is Nesha heartbroken? What's wrong? Oh, because Dom has a girlfriend. Yeah, sorry. Well, you know, Dom, is this a is this a monogamous relationship or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hammer on. Holy cats! Um, <laughs> we move along. But I'm excited for Jade, though. Let me just say that I think it is a good start to have her be the TBS champion. I I don't like seeing Ruby Soho lose, but I think she does have a bit of Teflon to her, where like people like her, and so she can. Take a loss and definitely bounce back from what you're Yeah, I think so. And she's, I mean, she's a big star uh, and super over with the crowd. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I like Jade as a heel. I think it makes sense. But really, with uh, someone with that much box office in them, I, I think that uh, almost needs to be babyface, right? Jade? Yeah. 
Mark, come on. This is just your point. You're just contradicting yourself. I'm I'm saying that she's got so much box office in her. She's like she's got the look, she's got the body, she's got like the the attitude. I it's I'm almost ready to see her take a baby face run. No, Marcus, no. Oh man. I am. Unbelievable. You're all over the grid here, Marcus. All so over that, the grid. Well, that is far pretty far away from what I was talking about with Wardlow and in the diesel comparison, you're saying you need like a you get it's a like if we're looking for an equivalent of a big man in uh the women's division, Jade's one of those, like a monster, like you know, that um will dominate people. Like, so I mean, I think it is a comparison that's you've already, you've already got the uh the intimidating women there, you got Nyla Rose, and then you sure. have uh, then Jade, right? Uh, no, there's more, right. I think those are two heavy hitters. I don't know. We we move along. Okay. We digress. We digress. Um, what else was there that we have cooking here? Oh, Nate Johnson. Nate Johnson agreeing with me. Thanks, Nate. Uh, should Marcus. be should be the scene of Dominic. She should come out to her own music <laughs> that she sang. Fling Wait. a hat into the crowd. Wait, who is this? <laughs> Jade. Sing her own song. Yeah, like Cena did. Oh, like see. Oh, I thought you meant she literally sang her own song. No, I'm saying that's what it should be. Oh, okay. Nah, I, don't, I don't know about that. Let's not go that far. <laughs> we, uh, we, I do got to talk, Marcus. Did you happen to catch any of Battle of the Belts at all? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, your boy Arn, Marcus. I, I, uh, I saw that Arn. That part. Flipped the old bird to Sammy. That was Guevara. great. That was great. He put Sammy points the Glock at him, and then mm-hmm. just. <laughs> I thought it was great. And then Arn he scared. Still got it. Yeah. He, and then he scared off uh, Fuego del Sol, too. Um, but uh, I I think, man, that match with Dustin Rhodes and Sammy, fucking awesome. Awesome shit. Great story told. Uh, Dustin is so, like, such a vet, uh, such a savvy vet. And uh, maybe they collaborated on this idea, but what was a neat aspect of it to, for the interim T- TNT title? Because Cody has a medical issue, which maybe COVID probably thinking, but um, not important. He's not feeling well. Yep. But either way, uh, interim uh, title on the line and um, Sammy gets knocked to the outside. Dustin bangs his head off of the steel steps. Okay. Dustin gets back in the ring and the ref starts counting, but Hey, there's gotta be a winner. Like, so he's trying to get the count out win. And if he even wins with the count out, he's probably the interim new interim champion. So it's like a savvy veteran move to be like, all right, I'm we I'm I'm trying to take the count out win here. And then Sammy tries doing it later on, and Arn's like stalling for for Dustin. You know, like he's on the outside, like kind of like trying to, you know, distract the ref, distract the ref, and not start to count and all that kind of thing. So pretty creative stuff. Awesome match between the two. Um, Certainly teases at the end. Uh, Sammy gets the the win by like a roll up, like they were trading pins back and forth, and Sammy ultimately got the the victory there. They embrace at the end, like sign on respect, everything like that. So um, be intriguing to see once they get Cody back how they'll position Cody because, uh, geez, we didn't even talk about this. I can't remember, Marcus. Did you see the video that Cody did where he was talking about? Yes, I saw it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where he was, uh, he was saying something like he's earned it or whatever. Earned proud, it. He's proud of himself or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Total heel. Like anybody that doesn't think Cody knows, like that he's he is being a heel. I mean, this settles it here. Like Cody, he's smart. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I think this. You can even argue that this is a long play that Cody's been playing this since the very beginning when he was like, "I'm not going to challenge for the." AEW world title anymore <laughs> i think it's just like i think this has all been a part of the plan and you know the the time of execution is now so um I, i'm excited to see cody back i like cody again with the, the tnt championship back. let me say dominic i think that cody rhodes being the person to beat hangman page you want to talk about getting heat i think you're right Ooh, that would I be think something spot on there that would be something um uh so dom are we in a uh in a 1994 razor ramon sean michael situation here with this this tnt belt oh my marcus that's intriguing 
because Cody didn't lose, but his belt is gone. Right. Is that what is that what we're to understand? Or they keep calling it the interim, interim. title. Yeah. So what does that mean? So what that means is like when Cody comes back, they're gonna have a match to to uh, merge those two titles together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's classic Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels. They that it needs to be a ladder match. I'm not against that. Hang him high, Dom. Hang him high. Fucking hey, you know what? If you can rope in Scott being on the, the enforcer, the uh the person on the <sighs> Dude, Scott phone. Hall. Scott Hall needs to appear for AEW. Mark, if you know me, I'd fucking mark out like hardcore. Uh, not just because I'm a fan of him, but also because he was in AWA. He was in ECW. He was in WCW. He was in TNA. He was in WWE. There, nobody else. Name another person. DDP? Nope. DDP never appeared for ECW. Oh. Um, Crowbar? Wasn't Crowbar? I think Crowbar's been home. Was he? I think Crowbar. No, he wasn't in AWA. Oh, you're right. He was in Smoky Mountain. You're right. Ooh, Marcus, that's a good point. Scott Hall is the one at this point. He's the only one left who who could be, I think. Maybe. I don't know, right? I think he is. Mm. So, so Scott Hall needs to appear for AEW just for would, the sake of history. I would love it. I would love it. Tony Khan did say, Marcus, that uh, they made a, si- a, fa- a favor to his signing. I don't know. I made the prediction that it's Bret Hart. Now, the only thing that maybe throws that off, I don't know how... Didn't he say well, something about international? I don't think international. Wasn't it just like a favorite signing, an all-time favorite signing or something coming? Or no, he said something like uh, uh, North America. Yes, that's what it was, North America. So, I mean, that's Canada. So, I mean... Uh, see, I thought the context was something like this person is coming to North America. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. I will look like a fucking moron if I kept retweeting a Bret Hart gif where he's like holding the title and like looking. Yeah, Canada is part of North America, Dominic. Not sure. Yeah, but you're saying though, like if they mean I don't. don't, I'm just being an asshole. I don't know what's going on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've heard uh, Switchblade or Jay Jay. What's his fuck there? Jay. Oh yeah, Jay Jay White. Well, he's he's New Zealand. So yeah, that's that's not North America, Dominic. Okay. Well, no. I, okay, we're on different pages here because I'm thinking it's he meant North America, and so that's why I was tweeting Canada people. Uh, is, can somebody interpret what the hell we're talking about, Stephen? Yeah. Does show? anybody know what the what the legit thing is? Boy, I'm the fucking writer. I should know this, but I don't. Um, <laughs> um, Battle of the Belts, also, Marcus. We had Rio versus uh, Doctor Britt Baker. Britt Baker retains after a great match. Um, I, saw, of, I saw the spot with Rebel holding the table, and Rio runs up and just kicks her in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. pretty fun. That was good stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was a fun match. I think there was a lot of um, uh, chicanery going on, so a uh, little bit of that. But ultimately, like the how those two women wrestled and everything like that, and the execution of the finish and stuff, I thought was really well done. And you know, uh, Britt basically overall gets a pretty clean win. So, uh, you know, she she uh, slays the dragon that has been Rio for her. And um, then we had Ricky Starks also uh, defending his title against your boy, Matt Seidel. Um, so, and that was a rock-solid match, too. Um, I love seeing Ricky Starks. He's got one of the best teams in wrestling, I think. And uh, so, pretty good showcase of that. Marcus, I have yet. So, I didn't get to ch- catch uh, Rampage this week and because so, it wasn't on my DVR for some reason. And I have yet... To see Hook wrestle. Oh, my God. I ha- I haven't seen him yet. Dom, it's been all over the, the internet. He's he's the man. And I can't, mm-hmm. I have not seen him at wrestle yet. So, uh, Hook is on my list. I got to send Hook to me. Send Hook to Dom. He send needs to see to it. <laughs> or, you know, you could just go on YouTube, Dominic, you lazy piece of well, shit. Well, no, just to have the highlights. I want to see the whole thing, the presentation, the execution of it all. I want to see the whole kick caboodle. The whole dang thing. The whole dang thing. Hook was in a strip club. I did not see that clip. Did you see the clip of Hook in a strip club, Mark? Don't know anything about that's it. That's old school wrestling. Old school wrestling. I'll tell you what was this, you know that's that's part of uh, making your bones in the business, is it not? I think so. That's like uh, all about it, you know. Um, Randy the Ram did that shit. That's how he met Marissa Tomei. Probably not a thing anymore in the business. No, well, that's what I mean. He's old. He's he's the last of the last of the Mohicans there. Last of the old school. Last of the old school. Um, 
Also, I'm trying to think of dynamite. Uh, Jake Atlas. How well do you know about Jake Atlas, Marcus? Jake Atlas. Not much. Okay, I like Jake Atlas. Very athletic. Uh, very, very well touted. Then he got signed by WWE. Then NXT just buried him. Buried him. Good. No sign of him. No sign of him. And then he jobbed out. He got discouraged. He left wrestling. He's back. Tony Khan signs him. Uh, he wrestled Adam Cole. He apparently got injured during the match. And they had to call a quick match here. But apparently he's not out for a long time. So that's a good thing. Uh, but I am excited to see him. Not only, like, it, it adds to the diversity. And we'll get into that topic just real quick. But it adds to the diversity of what they're presenting on AEW. Because he's, an, he's an, from Asian descent. He's also a homosexual. So it's like you're getting a little bit of mix in there uh, and an extremely talented wrestler. So it's like, uh, I think it's going to be a really exciting signing and I'm excited to see what they do with him because WWE underutilized him terribly. Like he wrestled in like pro wrestling gorilla and all that stuff. He was just one of the hottest acts going. And then it's just like, they fizzled him out in NXT. It was very unfortunate. So what a shame. Um, it, it is a shame. It is a Speaking shame. of shames, Dominic was Ray Phoenix hurt. Yes. So thankfully, that was bad. Did you see that injury? Did you happen nope. to see it? Missed it. It, it was it was nasty to, to see. I didn't see it the first thing, but I was like, so he gets put through a table. Uh, Luchasaurus chokeslams him. Excuse me, we didn't even talk about the tag match. But um, Luchasaurus chokeslams him. His arm, like you can see it kind of flopping. And it looks bad. It's like, oh man, he's fucked for a while. Uh, but thankfully, it's just, it was just a real bad dislocation. So he's going to be out for a while, but it's not as bad as we thought it was. Well, that's great. That's great. Like, uh, Phoenix, oh my gosh, what a showcase of, the, of his talents in that match, too, by the way, the tag team title match. Um, just really damn good. Um, I, Penta's awesome. Um, I, what do you think about Jurassic Express as the new tag team champions? Um, I think that it's, it's a build for, uh, for uh, Jungle Boy, really, yeah. where they're like, hey, Jungle Boy still hasn't had a belt with our company. It's crazy. Um, so I, I think that they're hooking them up. But I think it makes sense, you know, especially if, you know, I think Tony Khan has said before, the demographic, um, uh, the younger demographic really likes uh, Jungle Express. So, uh, so yeah, or Jurassic Express for crying out loud. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, it, it sort of makes sense in that regard. I don't know about, uh, I know, I know he's like selling toys and stuff, but I really want Luchasaurus to be here. I'm, I'm with you, but I, I guess I do see the point. Like, I mean, there's no, it's no denying that when Luchasaurus gets in there, he gets, he gets a pretty good pop. And that's from like an AEW, like kind of Arden fan, uh, early twenties crowd. So like if that crowd is popping for him. You can only imagine what kids are thinking about that are watching the show. I'm sure as a kid, I would have liked him. Dinosaur combo with the wrestler, big guy, green tongue. I've been like, who is this guy? I love him. Mm-hmm. So and I, He gave up the, the talking, and now he's just hissing. That's right. So is that is that a creative choice where, like, he's not a great promo. What if we just tell him to stick out your tongue and hiss at people? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the point is, like, you could, if you find somebody that's, like, comparable in, in regards to, like, being an attractive to kids, like, uh, you know, some sort of style or gimmick or, you know, whatever, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a gimmick. I think you could turn him heel pretty easy and then just, like, okay, make him feud with that person, you know? Something like that. I don't know. There's, uh, there's some meat on that bone, Dom. I agree. That dinosaur bone. Listen. <laughs> So I think this podcast has really gone downhill. <laughs> Go ahead. I fucking lost my train of thought. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, yes, I do want to touch upon this. I'll give my opinion briefly on it, Marcus. You can give your opinion if you'd like. Um, so what happened, uh, that there is a little controversy that always happens on Twitter um, when it comes to, uh, like, Big Swole, kind of, uh, she's gone from the company. She This happened about a week and a half ago or something like that, I would say. Uh, and said that there was like, not only like structural issues there, but a uh, lack of representation when it comes to certain aspects of diversity as well. Um, Tony Khan went on Twitter and uh, kind of said flat out, like, um, you know, there a lot of people are well represented, uh, ran down a list of people and then said, you know, we let Swole go because of her wrestling work, you know? And so um, got a lot of blowback, a lot of blowback on, on social media. 
a lot of stuff got said. Um, I do and very much want to do a show, Hot Tag, uh, where we talk about the diversity as a, as a major topic on there. Uh, because there was a other at the WWE did just did something that was very questionable. But now to this point, um, I've been like talking to friends and just like this is my thought process on it. AW is only two years old. Is that oh, going on going on three at this point? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, going on three at this point. Um, they have. A whole diverse group of people in it in AEW. Now, when you start that company, when the company started, you had hot new acts that you want to build: Young Bucks, Adam Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. You want to establish again. Chris Jericho's in the mix. Uh, MJF, All Stars. Not um, a super amount of notable like talents of color at this point, but you do have Sonny Kiss and you do have um, Nyla Rose. Uh, th- those were some early ones that that came on, and um, so going there, you kind of think, okay, you're gonna want to establish a product that has big stars, and you want to do it organically. And so um, you look at stars like uh, when it comes to WWE, like The Rock, took him a couple years to get to where he was, you know, and it didn't happen just like by shoehorning him. They tried shoehorning it, didn't work, you know. So um, I think. Uh, people are very quick to jump on that. And I think there is certainly some some stuff that was executed in regards to how this, the whole thing is structured, like how AEW was structured earlier on, where it's just like, okay, this seems erratic. And we had questions about that with Hangman and his story going on and how that all progressed. But I think ultimately you want this shit to happen organically and you want this, because if you shoehorn or you put somebody in that position, it's, not only are the fans going to see through it, but it doesn't benefit the wrestler themselves, whether male or female, uh, black or white, you know, or any any kind of thing. So um, I feel that um, you look at somebody like Powerhouse Hobbs. I think immediately, if you put Powerhouse Hobbs now, you put Powerhouse Hobbs in the main event picture, he would get he would get over. He would work. He would. I, I do think that because he's shown that he's capable of doing that. I think, and they put him in a position with Punk. Um, you know, Ricky Starks is another one you can just put right there and boom, he's immediate, but you know what? You make it happen organically. You give it time. You let these characters and these stories grow. There is nothing wrong with that. So, um, I guess that's kind of my thought process on it. I think things can always get executed a little bit better in wrestling, like, you know, and, and delivered and certain things like that, but you know, it's not a perfect system and, I think, though, they are very much on the right track. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of been made evident in a lot of ways. But, uh, Marge, feel free to give your thoughts if you want. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think that um, regardless of, of what company you're working for, whether it's wrestling or, uh, or, or whether it's, it's a, a name a company, you know, if you're working downtown in the city, if you're working in a cubicle farm, I think that every company, needs to be needs to be well represented and then the people who succeed in that company um need to succeed based on their merit and uh so like in the in the case of AEW, uh yeah they i i think that they they need to represent everyone everybody equally fairly give people every single opportunity to achieve now whether or not people achieve is up to them following that you know so like it's all all completely based on your performance how you're able to get over how much you attempt to improve yourself that's that's to me that's really the the meat and potatoes of it dominic you know like stack your roster well well represented make your roster well well represented and then like all right get out there and, and everybody do your best you know and and make sure that you put people in a position where they can succeed um and so uh, to me that's that's really that's the down to brass tacks of the situation um you know i i see swole's point i do um i think that uh aw could stand to have a little more representation at this point um you know especially due to the fact that they have limited television time 
uh, very limited television time, and they've got a really, really large roster. So to me, it's important to to figure that in and just say like, okay, so uh, we've we've got these members of the roster, and that's great. Am I putting them in a position where they're able to achieve? Yeah. Um, so that's that's what that's what's really important. I agree with that. I think yeah, and like that's that said like a lot of the things like we talk about it all the time how bloated the roster is and how hard it is to to get a you know a certain give that talent certain time on air like you look at everybody across the board and people that you want to be invested in like you know i know he's hurt but somebody that even like a lance archer like you know he'd be gone for weeks on end and then you'd see him you know or uh now brian cage is another one but yeah marcus i mean there's a lot of great talent that i'm excited to see coming up here like uh somebody like a a lee morority and stuff like that who's you know Kind of getting in the mix now with um geez who, who they just feud with on rampage he came out dante mark oh team taz so uh stuff like that and i um, think i think the big shoddy lee is awesome and yeah. it's like I'll, I'll get invested in him and then i don't see him for three weeks mm-hmm. so i'm like what where did he go I, that, I'm not... yeah no i agree it's like uh, that's an issue yeah across the board with a lot of wrestlers it's just you know you want to see everybody represented like from like a star power standpoint where you want to see that a certain talent, you know, and like, you know, they, they ran into this issue and they still kind of have a little bit of an issue with the women's division when it comes to this stuff. Usually, but even now they've been getting better at that too, because you see like not just one match. Now you see maybe a couple women's matches going on and like they get highlighted. Jack, we didn't even talk about that fucking, what the, the street fight that happened like a week and a half ago with, you know, uh, uh, who was it? Jeez. Oh, uh, Ty Conte and uh, Anna Jay. Holy smokes. That was nuts. Something else. <laughs> Something else. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's in the right direction. I just think give it some time. Let things develop. I know people really want to see stuff happen. You know, there's a lot of stars I want to see push to the moon, too. And they'll get their opportunity. You know, and they just like you said, they just got to make the most of it when it does happen. Absolutely. And, you know, and then AEW's it's AEW's yeah, it's it's AEW's responsibility to position people to succeed. Agreed. Agreed. Um all right, Dom, we gotta wrap this some bitch up. Yep. Um real quick, we didn't mm-hmm. get to talk about these two talents, and they made they were pretty notable debuts that happened. Kyle O'Reilly, uh fucking undisputed eras in AEW. <laughs> uh pretty damn awesome. Um it's wild. Super wild, um, and Red Dragon. They're calling him Red Dragon. Back to the ROH days. I think um, it's cool, but here's here's the issue okay. with that okay, um, having the undisputed era together. Like it is cool, and it's it's kind of like it it, it kind of hits the old fantasy. Like you know, like oh man, I wish we could see these people fight, and then it's actually happening now because of AEW. However. Here's the only downside is that Tony Khan is essentially revealing to everybody. I was very invested in, in uh, NXT. He's low key telling everybody. Bad, like, I knew I exactly what was bad. going on with NXT and I was super invested in it. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't know if it's a great thing. I don't think it's I, Marcus. I think, and you don't have to say, I, I think that what it could be is like, he just knows that undisputed era was a big thing in NXT and why not take advantage of that? And I guess organically, like if, if those guys were kayfabe friends on TV, I'm sure they're friends from real life as well. If they were friends on TV elsewhere, they would probably be friends on TV wherever else they go, I guess, from a kayfabe standpoint. So that works. But I don't know. I think that, uh, again, we're, like, we've added Kyle O'Reilly. And we've got Bobby Fish. We've got all these names. And when, how... How do you figure out how to get everybody on TV? I know. I know. We haven't seen Geo Lethal. Uh, Steven Chambers said before, where the fuck has Christian Cage been? He's been with Jurassic Express. Like, he's been a, he's been with them. When, when's the last time you saw him have a match on Dynamite? Oh, uh, yeah, on a match? I haven't seen him have a match in a while. But he's been out there. Like, I've seen him. Um, but, Matt Hardy's group? They're just gone? They're there. Uh, what did I just see them? They were in a big tag match not too long ago. Against, uh, no, that wasn't on the speaker. It was another, it was a viable uh, group. Where's where's Sunny Kiss? I know. Well, she's been feuding with Joey Janela. And fuck, man. I want him to be, I want, uh, Sunny Kiss is a star. 
like you that's somebody you really do got to hone your focus in on and like make sure he like you know he gets the airtime uh I, I just think he could just be a real badass like in you know his own way so yeah i want to see sunny kiss for sure. Um, Mark, strange times, dude. Very strange time. We're seeing plenty. Well, we're, thankfully, we're not seeing you, but we're seeing plenty from adfreeshows.com, are we not? We are, Dominic. Adfreeshows.com and leveling up constantly. Constantly leveling up, Dom. Um, yeah, it's, you know, just right off the top of my head, uh, something to wrestle. We just did an episode about uh, Chris Masters. And now Dominic Chris Masters himself is joining adfreeshows.com to do an exclusive sit down to discuss the episode. I don't think, uh, to my knowledge, it hasn't been done yet on a on AEW. AEW on ad free shows AFS. Um, and it, it, you know, now you get to hear it straight from the horse's mouth about what he thought of the episode. He gets to do a little point counterpoint, it's a really cool idea. Um, so so that's incoming. I mean, constantly special guests, uh, our members just got to sit down and talk to the legendary Gerald Briscoe, um, and have a QA and pick his brain. And uh, Dom, it's the best is yet to come, man. There's there's huge news coming through. Um, that podcast network is blowing up and old Marcus is right in the mix. You are right in the thick of the action, my friend. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you're spinning a lot of plates. You're bitching constantly. I do not bitch. Dominic, I've never been happier in my whole life. Love the job. But I mean, (laughs) for here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just like giving you a hard time. But no, truly, truly, I love the job. And ad-free shows, you know, they call it the ad-free shows family for a reason. It's a community over there. And it's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. No, Mark, you talked to you about how much fun you have doing it. I'm like envious sometimes, too. I'm like, holy shit, you're doing a lot of good shit. And like, it's it's fun. Like, you got to check out the accounts of uh, that, all that stuff. And and check out all the content that they're churning out because it's really fun stuff um marcus geez i got to dabble a little bit in that this today i had an interview with uh one of your bosses if you will it's a je double f double yes double <laughs> J. jeff there baby i interviewed him today on WrestleZone. that'll come later this week we talk a lot in regards to uh his new pick a fight campaign that he's got with fight tv uh, talk about um, his, his little interaction here with GCW and his thoughts on that, as well as uh, somebody who's been very newsworthy, uh, Mickey James, Impact Knockouts champion, going to be in the Royal Rumble. I talked to him about that and um, certain aspects of that, and we touch upon a few other things as well. Jeff's a good dude, Marcus. Uh, I don't know how I can stand to work with you, but we do. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, you know, uh, he gives me a job review for you, so uh, I hope you're Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, I, you know, Jeff, you can't do much better, man. Third generation promoter, wrestler, uh, world's greatest singer, world's greatest entertainer, and world's greatest wrestler. Uh, no, he, Jeff is Jeff is one of a kind, and uh, his podcast is one of the most popular wrestling podcasts out there ever. Um, so make, make sure you check out my world, uh, check out everything over there on adfreeshows.com. Sign up only 30 cents a day to, to be a base level member. So you're missing out if you're not part of the community over there. Yeah. Get to it, man. Get to it. How they follow you on Twitter. Oh yeah. You can follow me right there. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, Marcus PD Angelo on Twitter. Um, follow adfree shows at adfree shows on Twitter and, uh, Dominic, how do they follow you if they're so inclined? Well, they, they can follow WrestleZone first. Yes. Where? If you you can follow WrestleZone at WrestleZone.com. You can follow me at Dominic D'Angelo. And you can go to WrestleZone.com for all your wrestling news needs. Now, as far as uh, stuff going on, uh, I just did uh, MLW Fusion Fight Report. That returned uh, in 2022. Uh, talk about MLW's Azteca. Fucking awesome. It's so fun. Um, they're wrestling in Tijuana right now. And I'm telling you guys, if you have not watched Cesar Duran work his magic, you have to watch him work his magic. Marcus, it's like I made the comparison of Richard Dawson in the running man. Um, really good shit. Um, so that's that's a good comparison. Yes. So be sure to check out the fusion fight report and check out MLW fusion. I write for them as well. Um, but yeah, as far as stuff going on, we got uh, we got a lot of good stuff cooking. Uh, our editor, Bill Pritchard, recently interviewed another one of our boys, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, talk, talking about that new 
New uh, podcast going on there. Uh, He's with uh, Podcast Heat. The, podcast uh, Heat. Yeah, the DDP's, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard that podcast, but it's something else, man. Uh, episode two is coming out. Gosh, is it tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? It is. Yeah. Already? Wow. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. So, that? so yeah, it's uh, man, uh, DDP and and Jake, it's it's uh, you, it's it's like sitting down with them and, and just listening to stories. It's incredible, mm-hmm. oh. you know, it's uh, like the the stories those guys have got, just years and years and years of experience, years of experience, years of friendship. So, like like DDP said too, he said this in the interview. It's like it's like being a fly on the wall for like stuff like this. It's like different from like stuff that you've heard with DDP and, and Jake before. This is like something a little different. And especially now that you have Conrad in the mix, like BSing with them and stuff like that. So a lot of cool shit. Happening. Not something you want to miss. Not something you want to miss. Hey, you know what though? We miss you guys and we're back. Absolutely. We're happy to be back. Nesha, Steven, everybody. Like, uh, even if you don't chime in, it's uh, we very much appreciate it. And listen, we have the teddies. The votes are in. Marcus and I need to make the final determination. Next week, we'll be doing the teddies. So we'll be back. That. Yes. And look forward to what we're cooking here on WrestleZone and on AdFreeShows.com as well. So. We're, we're both busy. I've got, I've got um, you know, the AdFree Shows work. Dominic has got a girlfriend and he ignores everybody. Um, so, <laughs> so, but we we always have time for you guys. That's so, right. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back next week. Next week. Hey, 2022, let's let's keep it cooking, guys. Let's yes. keep it cooking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week, okay? On two. That my dudes. Marcus, say the rest. With attitude on a rampage. Two down to my dudes. On a rampage. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>